Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, sit on your knees, for we have a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We're super happy. Wow. We're super happy to be here with you. And thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Well, I just think that's going to become a thing, dude. I'm in trouble. It's psychological at this point. I really was trying to focus to not say that. <laughs> Soupy dog garnet. So now we see what happens when you dog garnet. When you soupy focus. <laughs> are not you soupy focused? I'm stupid focused. You stupy? <laughs> are you soupy? Dog garnet. Why did that? Why? Help. Help. You know, I mean. I don't think it's a bad thing. People <laughs> seem to have been all over that like stink on a skunk the other day whenever it uh, episode came out. And the funny soupy thing doopy happy. is that I've never heard you say that before. I know. So I really think it's just you reading it. That is what it is. You're reading it. And so you're reading it, trying to read it quickly and smoothly, which that was smooth. Yep. Other than the soupy. Soupy. But a great thing's come out of it. I can't be upset about that. I don't know that I'm going to ever, ever not read oh, it. dude. It's the first part of the show. It's a new thing. Maybe I'm super happy about it. Oh, gosh. Soupy heroes. You know? <laughs> you did. Doopy. You did soupy on that test. That's a soupy <laughs> job, bud. <laughs> don't <laughs> hopefully, call me. Hopefully, we're soupy awesome today. Don't call me, bud. No, I'm like acting like I'm talking to a kid. Mm-hmm. That's a soupy job, bud. Well done. Bud. I mean, what kid doesn't want to hear they've been soupy? Gosh. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. How was your day? Uh, How was your week? It was good. I do want to I do want to talk about something. The uh and we kind of talked about this over the over the week, you know. Mm-hmm. We were kind of t- you you were confessing. I was confessing. You were doing a confession. So it's funny. We just got done doing the the show on confessing our sins one to another. Yeah. And you ended up doing that. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, why not? (laughs) Man, that was, it was, it, and I, I'm like, it's funny that it just happened to be on that one. But so, so basically we, we normally go off of ideas that I have the the ideas for the podcast we go off of stuff that I get ideas for and I'll throw it out there and you say yeah or well, maybe something else so I've always in, I've I've grown accustomed to loving that I get to pick that I'm like yeah that's kind of my part in this whole deal so whenever you brought it up that our nephew Creighton had the question of do I really confess my sins to everybody or how's that go he said that's what we're gonna do and one i was like i don't remember saying that's what we're gonna do oh yeah i'm always like yep nope no you're like that's the one that's what that's what let's do that i'd probably say yellow i probably did say (laughs) i was kind of pushing like our family kind of pushes me but if you'd have given any kickback on it, I'd have been like, "Oh, do you want?" Okay, so that's where that's where this kind of came <coughs> in. As that it came in that I was like, "I don't." We always do the ones that I come up with. So if I if we don't, if he brings it up one time and I say, "Nah, I don't want to do that," well, then all of a sudden it looks like, uh, "Why we just got to do yours? What you come up with?" So I didn't say anything, and when the whole week. 
of trying to prepare for it, my heart was just kind of struggling a little bit. That's so funny because I, I don't you didn't really even... care. I mean, I'm like, well, yeah, whatever topic it is, yeah, it is, yeah. Well, let's just get in there digging. Not it. your conviction. Out of right? my humility, I mean, I just don't struggle with that. You know, that's the bottom line. We all have our own struggle, yeah. our own struggle. I don't think I have any struggles, but in this very second right here, right now. We just don't have the time, <laughs> y'all. We're going to leave him with Got that. the blinders on. We'll let anyway, him think that. Ahead. Let him go think ahead. that. So anyway, I, I struggled with that all the way through, and I felt bad because I was like, I don't know that my heart's in this. I don't know that my heart's in the right place. My heart's in it. I believe that, absolutely. But I was like, ah, it's not one of the yeah. ones that I thought of. So I finally had to... That's so funny. I finally had to tell you and Jenny, our sister at coffee, uh, I might like have... four or five days after we... Uh, probably about two or three days after we'd done it. Mm-hmm. Recorded that one. But it wasn't. Gabe was very, woe is me, and oh, I've got to confess. Yeah, because I felt so bad. He I was feeling bad. Yeah. And then Jenny and I were kind of like, yeah, you know. It was hilarious. Y'all were, were kind of like, you know. that's it? That's your big confession? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. That was bearing down on me in my heart that I didn't have the right attitude. Yeah. So it just... It, it, and it's funny that it was on the heels of doing the podcast yeah, about right, and which we'll just say right now too. You know, so I have a couple pets. I have a dog, a cat, yeah. and they're great. I mean, they're great. They are, and they're little pals. Their names are Mac. That's the dog, and Jack. That's the cat. And so I call it the Mac and Jack show. They wrestle around. <laughs> it's funny, but those dang things are loud when you're trying to do a show, yeah. and. They want to be on the show. You want to try to lie. I just now coughed and I forgot to hit the mute button. And, you know, there's a little things like that that you're trying to think about while you're doing the show while being more focused on what you're doing with the scripture and and trying to talk about the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so we thought, let's just leave the door open. Maybe if we leave the door open, because we're always trying to block them off so they can't come (laughs) around the podcast room. And ruin the show. And ruin it. And so we thought, let's maybe if we leave the door open then they'll be quiet. They'll be happy that they're able to come in and out and they'll mm. be quiet. Mm. Oh, that dang mm. Jack. Three different times. And we're just hoping, guys, that Miles can edit, edit. that out. Edit, please. please, Miles. And so, you know, if that cat comes in three times, you know, meow. I like how you said it. He three had, different. He felt the need to announce himself he announces every himself. time. He when he came walking into the room. Meow. Why are you doing that? So he's locked. He's locked up right now. Yeah, he's in the locker. No, all the way on the other end of the house. Locked <laughs> so room. Locked up. We're not going to be hearing him today. But we got to the end of it. Gabe's feeling miserable, and I I thought that it went pretty good. You know, every time we get off, guys, like we we sit there and there goes a like. By the way, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> but every we we get done with it and we sit there and we're like, how did it feel? You know what? Were we on? Were we off? You know, kind of trying to self-analyze. And, man, it's funny. That's the first one that we got done with. And I thought, no, I feel like it went well. You know, it went pretty good. And, no. And Gabe just, oh No. You know, he just looks dead in his chair and <laughs> slumped over like he's been shot. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I, I was, he's like, that dadgum cat. It was so distracting. 
So he's locked up. Well, and on a, on a one last final note on the cat subject, Henry has a squirt bottle that when the cat comes around and needs yeah. to go away, he'll squirt that sucker Boom. right in the face. Boom. It's an industrial squirt bottle. And he sort of kind of chases it like hunting. <laughs> You're going to get Peter on us. Peter's going to get on us for squirting him with water. He got squirted. Oh, yeah. He that boom. cat got squirted. Yeah. And yeah. he just... Well, because cats and dogs are different. And so, you know, dog dog gets out of line. They get a little busted on the butt. Pop. Cats, they just they don't respond. Well, so I was trying to figure out, you know, I, I had a cat. So I was trying to figure out how the heck you... How the heck you... Discipline. Get them to... Yeah, and so I, there's this trick. You know, squirt them with a water bottle. <laughs> And I thought, well, let's give that a try. Oh, it works. He Let me tell it. you, the second he sees that school water bottle, the second I pick it up, it's like us kids when we were getting spankings when we were kids. Not the paddle. Yeah. Not the paddle. Oh, the second dad just even don't go for the paddle. went towards the closet that had the yep. paddle in yep. it. If he was just walking to the restroom. How about if he tells you to go get the paddle, all that? All that stuff. But if dad was even walking towards it, kind of the same as if I'm just even... Pick up that water bottle, like if Dad and <laughs> that paddle. Even if he's just moving it, we were all whoa. Jack, Jack's like, like I'm out of here, but he wasn't. You had to shoot him. Oh my gosh, yeah, to try to get him to be quiet. Oh, it was the worst. But it, but it's fine, guys. And we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. If not, you know, you'll get to this episode and you'll be like, oh, that's what happened. That's yeah, okay. I heard that cat back there. Yes, yes, I like on the. On the Robertson podcast on the Unashamed, mm-hmm. Al for the longest time would get to the end of it and say, <laughs> "Say he'd be we'd, he'd be signing off or whatnot," and he'd always say, "We'll try to do better next time." <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Hey, and now if you I ever get think it. if a per, if y'all whoever hears this ever thinks, oh, it's easy. It, it, what's the big deal? You talk into well, there? No, nope, nope. You will you will criticize yourself and each other yeah. about everything. Yeah. I'm just getting used to my voice. Same. You know, all that kind of stuff. Well, we're kind of going on and on yeah, about this on. today. But look, 10 minutes and 25 seconds. It ain't easy being cheesy, guys. That's all we got to say oh, about that. Oh, it's easy that. for you. Yeah. Yeah, it does come. I'm a natural. They call me the natural. Okay. So let's do a little diving in. Diving in, diving in. Gabe, we're going to be talking about this week. The problem with saying I'm better than him. Or. Or her. Or. Right. And, or. Or I'm, worse. I'm, or I'm just right. not as good as so-and-so. Essentially, as the problem with comparing yourself to others, others in your walk. Right? Yep, whether better or worse. They're better the than me. dangers of comparing ourselves to each other rather than Christ. Yep. Isn't that right? But, but it's the. It's so easy to do that. I mean, it's. It's so easy whenever whenever we're not, when we're just going throughout our daily lives, whenever we make mistakes, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, it's easy to just be like, well, I mean, I do it all the time with you. I'm like, well, maybe that's at your least condition. I'm not Gabe. Maybe that's your problem. Oof. You know, I got this, I'll be all right. You know, because mm-hmm. Gabe, no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Let me read the mm-hmm. scripture out of out of Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, verse ten, and chapter. Uh, sorry, chapter ten and verse twelve. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves. 
kind of like I just did. But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they're without understanding. Some translations say they're without wisdom. Wisdom. Right? Yeah. I like those better. They're without wisdom. And it's so, it's such an easy thing to do. We get to going throughout our daily lives. We're working, we're busy, whatever the case may be. Uh, and next thing you know, we're, we're making mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're out of the groove, mm-hmm. right? So what leads to it, Gabe? And I was kind of kind of trying to think about that. The why. One, the tangible, right? The Right. What's the why? So, uh, so we get too busy. Not the tangible. We get too busy, right? So we don't put in the time to study. We don't put in the st- time to pray. We don't put in the time to fellowship, whether it's work, family, children, whatever the case may be, Gabe, it's easy to get to going through life a million miles an hour. I think especially here in America, Mm -hmm. a a million miles an hour, and you kind of lose track. Mm -hmm. You lose track of where you're at, right? All right. All the time. You got, I know at work, then I get home, this and that. Are you too tired? Whatever the case may be, and you look and you see, you look around and you see the tangible, you see the physical, the people in front of you, and they're making this mistake or that making that mistake, and you just say, oh, okay, well, I know, I know old Gabe, he's a Christian, and he just told that joke, you know, he just told that joke that was... You know, so so the thing I did, it's not as bad as that. And I know Gabe, he's a good, he's a good dude. You're saying saying like a dirty joke or something. Yeah, yeah. Or he barked at that person or he barked at this person. Well, I wasn't, I didn't do that. Or I don't do that. Right. I never do that. You're right. So I'm okay. Yeah. Just, there's a key word called justification. Yeah. Yeah. To this thing. How, how. You, you want to be able to get away with what you're doing, right? The whole point of saying, well, at least I don't do that, is to justify your own personal sin. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, good, good job that you don't do that. That is good. That's good. It's not wrong that you don't do sin, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you don't do that sin. But... It's saying, at least I don't do that so I can get away with doing this. So I can do it this over on the left side. I don't do that, but I can get away with doing this over on the right side because that sin is less bad than this sin. Yours is less bad than mine. And it's like, there's no wisdom in that. Like the like the yeah. second Corinthians says, where's the wisdom of that? To God is not sin, sin. All sin is sin. To the perfect creator, all sin is sin. And then the funny thing, like you're also kind of creating another sin because you're judging that person. Yeah. Yeah, true. You're judging the heart of that person. You're judging the way, well, I'm better off or I'm worse off. I mean, I'm worse. What what about that? Like, I mean, you you looking at somebody, it's not just I'm, at least I do better than that person. Sometimes it's you see somebody. Well... They're just, 
Well, he's a pastor. I'll never be there. He's well, a pastor. I'm, I'm not a pastor. Right. How about that? Yeah. You know? I'm not Jesus. I'm not Jesus. the best one. You know. I'm not Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I'm not the apostles or whatever the case may be. Comparing ourselves to other people, boy, it's dangerous. It's a pitfall. It's a stumbling block. Yeah. Because it just, it's just there to stop you from correction, from accepting that you need mm-hmm. purification, sanctification. There's the word I'm looking for, sanctification. You need that. Here's another one, comfort. Mm-hmm. Feeling ashamed of yourself, depressed, mm-hmm. you know, struggling with who you are, what you've done in the past, so on and so forth, and then looking over and seeing somebody else. Well, I'm not, at least I ain't Hitler. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not Stalin. Right. You know, and kind of, I mean, that's those are a bit extreme. But, yeah, but, yeah, the point still remains. Right. To comfort ourselves. Like, there's so many, there are so many different reasons that we do these things. Mm-hmm. And even... With that, I really feel like it, it's hard or it's easy to do if we're not on our game. Yeah. I know I know. Jimmy Evans one time called it the law of grow or die. Mm-hmm. You're always either that. growing or you're always either dying. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know how there's sometimes games that something just sticks with you. And you're and you're just for whatever reason it sticks with you for life, man. Gabe, like there's times that I'm just sitting there thinking, am I growing or am I dying? And I feel like when we're sitting there comparing ourselves to other people, we're dying. Mm-hmm. That, that provide that leads to death. You're comparing yourself to a person, right? It's like a light bulb comparing itself to another light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Take that light bulb, plug it into a lamp, take it outside, hold it up to the sun. And let's see how it compares to that. Well, I like that's the. Per- I love that that little. What is that? A metaphor? Analogy? What analogy? Is mm-hmm. I like that analogy because look at that. It's it's perfect. You're a light bulb. I'm a light bulb. Jesus is the light, right? That's like a he whole nother. Le- I mean, it's just you if, if you're, yeah, absolutely. It's yes. the clearest way. That's in fact that's just that's just easy to use forever because light bulbs are great. They create light, but. Some are going to be brighter than others. They're Some will be this. brighter than others. So even when we're comparing ourselves to Christians, mm-hmm. okay, so there's lots. Of, and, and here's the other thing, Gabe. Like that, that person might be, be doing better or doing worse than us in that moment. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to have our struggles. Yep. It's so dangerous. Well, not just our struggles, but when is Satan going to attack you what about versus me, right? Right, yeah. He's going to attack you at a time when he has strategized to attack you. Yeah. And you'll be going through that hard time. Our walks are at different phases of this and that. What about comparing yourself to your pastor? Huh? What about, or what about comparing to pastors? You know, looking at pastors. Well, choosing a pastor to compare yourself to. I remember Mm -hmm. speaking of Jimmy Evans. I remember whenever I was going to church at Trinity Fellowship. And and I thought just of Jimmy as this just basically God, super, soupy, God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then Jimmy Evans, Mm -hmm. you know, was, was the soupy level, right? He was the soupy level. And so that's next level. It was so dangerous. It was so dangerous because one, I'm Jimmy would never want to be put on that pedestal. No. Uh, two, 
it puts talking talk about, and I don't mean this in any way as a slight towards him, but talking about setting the bar low when you're comparing yourself to yes. other men, boy, you're not yeah. setting the bar. The Bible says, be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect. Not be perfect even as your pastor in the pulpit is perfect. (laughs) Not be perfect even as your boss is perfect. Not be perfect even as this and that, right? Mm -hmm. Be perfect even as your Father in Heaven is perfect. Watch this. I got an idea. All right. You You got a verse in front of you, don't you? Well, I will if I pop that screen open. Okay, yeah. so, I, so right here, I have one written right here on the, okay. on the paper. Okay. So are you perfect? Me perfect? Nope. Nope. But, but watch this. You're not perfect. But watch this. You just read one verse out loud. Pick one. Go for it. Read a verse out loud. Go. Okay. Go. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count, I don't write perfectly, either. count others as more important than yourself. Boom. You just read a perfect verse. You just read perfect words. The living word, right? Mm-hmm. So, a, a person who says perfect words, it's easy to get that confused, right? Mm-hmm. Poor Pastor Jimmy. Poor Pastor Stan. Poor Pastor Jonathan. They're up there reading these perfect words and teaching about those perfect words. And then comes the, oh... You're perfect. Well, I'm not Pastor Jonathan. I noticed you just like skipped Tommy, went straight to Jonathan. That's got to be. Hey, Jonathan's my main man, man. Wow. That's rough. (laughs) Hey, I left out Rob (laughs) also. (laughs) Poor Tommy. I don't think. Poor Tommy. Tommy don't need my approval. He don't need that. Yeah. He don't care. Neither does any of these other guys. Because they're not comparing themselves to anybody. They're looking, hopefully. To God. They're looking at Jesus. Comparing to God. Yeah. They're not saying, oh, at least I'm not as good as Tommy. You know, I can't, whatever. You know, that's terrible. But yeah, the idea being, you know, they're not hopefully doing that. Hopefully they're past that. But maybe not. You never know who's got what. Well, just being human. And I think that's a good point too, because we get back to, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're probably more past it than us. I hope they are. You know, Pastor has passed in the first part of it, so hopefully they're past most Uh, of this stuff so that they can pastor us. That's correct. Right? That's right. That's right. So, uh, but, but, again, even they are not perfect. That's right. And they are working on, I'm sure that, you know, they're going to have their moments. They are. Not I'm sure, but they are going to have their moments where they, where they slip and they fall and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, but I think I got to thinking about Gabe the dangers of doing that. All right, let's go. So these are what I got. I got pride. How many you got? First of all, I have four. I got pride. I'm just gonna I'm gonna name them off and then let's Which, discuss. I'm not sure that one is the number one, but let's see what else. I don't got. know. I mean, you got pride. You got shame. Mm. which I've got an arrow drawn from both of those down to the next one, which leads to a broken witness. Uh-huh. Either one of those, uh-huh. living in pride or living in shame, whichever mm-hmm. outcome comes from that can lead to a broken witness, which also is a result then, uh, or a danger of comparing ourselves to other people, right? And backsliding ultimately. So is that one and two? So it's one, two, three, four. Pride, shame, broken witness, backsliding. 
Okay. Which the latter two ultimately stem from the first two. But they're all individuals at the same, individual problems at the same time. Yeah. But they're all individual. So pride, we, we just got done talking about that. I mean, sitting there looking at comparing ourselves to others and and we we talked about comfort it really can it really can Gabe I think of I think of when I was when I was going through when I had come out of my testimony when I had come out of my testimony well, I'm still living out my testimony when I had come out of living in sin living in a sin lifestyle mm-hmm. and I was working for the church and like brother I just thought oh like oh okay brother i just thought (laughs) (laughs) i was just thinking right now i think he's only said like like one time it's the worst okay brother i just thought guys don't forget to guess the amount of likes in a podcast before because there could be a a prize (laughs) at some point they're 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 I I thought I was going to go into ministry. I was now serving the Lord and I was going to become a pastor and, mm-hmm. you know, get out there and spread the gospel. Just really didn't have a love for the Lord, but also didn't have any direction. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, why not just go into full-time ministry? I do end up getting hired by the church. Mm-hmm. It was a big church. And I'm in it. I'm looking to promote up. And I keep seeing these young, I think I was, I was 25. So I thought I was so old at that point. Uh, little did I know, you know, being 46 looking back, I'm like, wow. And so, but I felt, felt old, thought I was old. And I'm seeing people younger than me getting promoted to pastor this, pastor that, pastor that, that, that. And I'm, I'm judging, I'm comparing to myself to them. And my pride is just killing me. I'm thinking I'm smarter than you. Yeah. I am, which is so embarrassing stuff to even talk about. But I'm thinking I'm smarter than you. I'm thinking I'm more studied than you are. More devout. Yeah. Just a better choice. I'm just an all-around better person. Now, I'm not consciously thinking that. (laughs) But subconsciously, I'm sitting there. These are the thoughts I'm having. I'm getting angry. Seeing these these people getting promoted to different positions, doing these different things. And it caused anger. It caused did lead to me backsliding. Not, I didn't backslide away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But look again, you're either growing or you're dying. And I I end up you know before before too long I'm I'm committing a sin that I shouldn't have been committing, which was which was basically rebellion against my leadership. They were trying to give me a direction on a relationship that I was in. I didn't want to follow instruction on that. Mm-hmm. So I rebel against them. Next thing you know, I'm not even working for the church. So all this is with pride. It's all pride, which led to a fall, mm-hmm. right? led to a broken witness. It, yep. it damaged yep. my witness for yep. quite a while. Yep. And it led to me being less devout in my walk, my faith, so on and so forth. I was looking at people. Yeah. I was did not have my sight on the Lord. Yeah. If you have your sight on the Lord, you can be Joseph. Mm-hmm. You can go into the prison. 
you can, you know, be thrown into the pit and well, sold away as a slave or whatever the case may be and still have your so I don't I don't remember reading anything about Joseph having a bad attitude during those times. Like his his, his focus, his um, vision was for God. I like what Moses remember what Moses said. He was like, Who am I? You know? His attitude was, Do you want me to go? Who am I? What will I say? It's one of humility, the opposite way. So you got that whole story you just told, and you're going, it just doesn't work. One leads to the next problem, which leads to the next, which leads to the next. And then you've got, and you go, if my eyes are on Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, your heart has just changed. It's just different. And you look at Moses going, you want me to do what? Who am I? Who's going to listen to me? Perfect, Moses. Good job. <laughs> right? Your heart's in. Good job, you, Moses. Your heart was right. It was for it was for what God wanted. But like, he's just like, I am nobody. Nobody. Who am I? That's the easiest to work with. Who am I? I'm not. But I think too. That that kind of is a that kind of really is a, a, a good point, but I kind of see it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I kind of see it as more he was as almost like a type of a shame. It kind of looks like to me that it's kind of a more of a shame thing and more of a I'm not because he talks about how he's not a good speaker, this and that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it necessarily was out of a humility. It, it was a humility, but. I think there's a righteous humility, right? Where you still act in confidence and still move forward in confidence and, and you can still do the work of the Lord, but with your, with your knee bowed before God mm-hmm. versus a, just a, mm, I'm not confident in this, which it is weird because he was a prince and so on and so on. And, I'm trying but, to, and you got, and you got to think about it. Pride, the difference between whatever he was saying and the prideful side, all right, I'm not a great talker, but I'm going to talk anyway because yeah. what I say rocks. I mean, a prideful person is just going to, whether they say stupid things or not, they're just going to roll it. Yeah. That's the way that goes. What I say is more uh, just valuable than what other people have to say. And so the, I'm going to defend my position that mm. whatever his reason was, it was easy to work with because he didn't think himself awesome. Let's say Kung it's easier. Kung awesome. Yeah. But, like, but God ended up having to, to put Aaron, you know, to speak on his behalf. Because God, uh-huh. God was kind of scolding him in that situation saying, I, the Lord, am sending you, you know, calm down. I'm telling you to go do this. Mm. I'll give you the words. It's not your abilities. And because because Moses, you know, was like, well, yeah, but I still... I, still, I want to be careful yeah, how long we go with this little bait. Can't, yeah, yeah, right. but anyway. But the, but the point being, it can break witness. Yeah. Right? Pride. It can, it can lead to backsliding. And doesn't it just happen casually, mm-hmm. slowly? It's not like you just fall all of a sudden over the edge. Mm-hmm. Well, Satan's subtle. He's slow and he's patient. This is my personal observation from 41 years. Yeah. He seems to take his time. 
and sneak in this little idea that maybe I'm, well, I'm just not as good as, or I'm better than, at least I do better than what, whoever, whatever, or any sin for that matter. He's patient with it. Mm-hmm. He seems to sneak it up like, well, doesn't the Bible compare it like the lion waiting to devour who he may? Yeah. He creeps in slowly. Who he may devour. Yeah. He sneaks in through the, the the weeds or whatever, and he's just patient and slow, and then suddenly he's got So you. essentially, it's it's kind of putting yourself in a position to be attacked without even realizing it. You're slowly but surely... Satan can't force us into anything. True. True. We make the decision to allow ourselves to get to that point. It may be small decision by small decision by small decision mm-hmm. by small decision. So you know, what, what does that kind of like of? the difference of it's kind of like going from my working in a, new, in a nuclear facility uh-huh. as a card to to, you know, in perfect shape, very low percent body fat, very yeah. low by all this stuff to working an office job and then packing it on, packing it on. <laughs> It didn't happen all in one way. That's right. It Slow. was bite by bite. Yep. It was a slip here and a slip there. Yep. Yep. Next thing you know, oh my gosh. You're way more than what you should be. So far over. Yeah. 30, 40 pounds over. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? Turning it around is not an overnight thing either. That's right. Right. It's important to note. Yeah. Turning it around is not an overnight thing. It's a, it, let's just, let's just continue on with the weight thing. Mm-hmm. First, you have to realize that it's happening. And then it's such a, is it not humbling? Is it not humbling whenever we recognize that we've been mm. living a self-focused, yeah, even self-righteous lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And just like any other sin, you know, they say the first way to overcome an addiction is to recognize it. We've got to be able to recognize that we're even doing this before okay. we can do something. But let's it. let's just be let's just let's talk about that. I like that because think about it. It makes me think of the verse that says, "When are you going to start eating meat?" The Bible's saying, "When are you going to be? You should be past this. Like you drink milk, right?" As a baby, you drink milk, or, or or as the animals do, they drink the uh, the milk from the mama, but then they go hunting, right? And they get meat. I don't know if that's where God was going with that, but anyway, makes sense to me. When are you going to start eating meat? Right now, as, as a Christian, if a person doesn't know that Satan is going to attack you, you are you not be crazy if you don't. <laughs> if you don't know that, like I'm here to tell you right now, you Yo. will be attacked. You're being he's strategizing on you right now, right now while you're sitting wherever you are sitting, and we're strategizing on ourselves. I mean, we're 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 without like I say, we're putting ourselves in these and we are, situations but, and that's that where I'm going with attack. this. Okay, that's where I'm going Go with ahead. this. Go ahead. You need to one know that. Start eating meat and go, okay, what did he say to do to stop this from happening? And it's very clear. Put on 
the armor of God so that you may be able to withstand the attacks of the evil one, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and the Bible describes what is the armor of God, and we love it. Every time I talk to my kids about it, I say, well, what is it? They're like the sword of the Spirit. I'm like, boom, I'm loving you. And they'll talk about the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. And the Bible says, put this on daily. Put it on daily. Mm-hmm. Or else we will, won't we? Allow and put ourselves in positions to allow ourselves mm-hmm. to fall to these attacks so easily. What is but it, you've got to recognize it first. You've got to recognize first that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Because you're not putting on the armor daily. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're getting up and you're focused and you're putting I'm on like, the armor yep, daily, I don't put on the armor daily. <laughs> I'm like, I need to do better. Well, and I don't know I, if most of us do. I mean, and that is the again, without trying to get judgmental about it, that is the that's the problem. Like, yeah. We're not. But and that's going to be part of the the how we do fix it. But I think I oh, just good. you just, have a solution. Just getting to the Bible has a solution because mm-hmm. trust me, you watch my daily life, you may think <laughs> I don't know about that dude's solution. The the we we should get to that point, but before we can get to that point, we have to recognize it, Gabe. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, doing this podcast addressing these issues, mm-hmm. I mean, it does make me think about oh, oh going yeah. throughout the day. Oh my gosh. How I'm and I'm so grateful for that. But we should be doing that anyway. We have mm-hmm. to recognize that we're doing this before we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. We have to be real with ourselves, which sometimes, look, the Lord disciplines those who he loves, mm-hmm. which is us. Mm-hmm. So he's going to let us hit that rock bottom. He's going to let us as prodigal children end up in the pig slot. Wow. So that we can start to turn it around. And recognize God's gonna okay. I'm gonna let you, son. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you, daughter. I'm gonna let you. I'm not gonna force you. You you go ahead and you're gonna tumble for a while. It's gonna hurt. So I'm a prodigal. But this is gonna be for your good. You're a prodigal son that ends up with the pigs from time to time. I was like, I'm a prodigal pig. That was just my visual. But he's sorry. That's a soupy bad take. (laughs) <laughs> prodigal oh, you going person in the pig slot. I was like, wow, man, what a visual. Man, and you said the cat throws things up. I'm sorry. What in the world was uh, that to you? It was so well put and articulate what it you said. It makes me soupy unhappy. I'm soupy sorry. Goodness gracious. My bad. Okay. Can you get that groove back on that you were in? Oh, no. Is it gone? Okay. The groove is gone. The groove is gone. No way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I felt terrible. It was so visual. You but but it is. I mean, so God's going to allow us to, and this isn't even a, one of the points I had written down, but just think about it. If we don't recognize it, to get back off that rabbit trail, we don't go, go too far down yep, the hole. Yep, yep. We, we must recognize first. It's so good to be self-analyzing, to be preparing so that we can say, okay. And what better time to do that than in the morning, which we've talked about that a little bit. Getting up in, in the morning. morning yeah. Start not day letting day. the wrong stuff get in our heads first. Let's start the day with God so we can see where we're at. Yeah. Now let's talk about how to fix it. I was wondering. We got about 15 minutes to talk about how to fix it. 15 minutes? We got 15 nice. minutes. So let me go here. James chapter 4. 
Remember the part where I was talking about the Lord disciplines those who he loves? I do. Ooh, this sounds like a disciplinary scripture to me. So, so nobody James, feels judged, but and this, I'm not the one saying this. This is out of James. This is out of the Bible. So let's okay? just say that. Don't don't feel judged. Feel convicted. Yes. Right. That's it. We know where that. Well, God does judge. Well, he God does, does judge. judge the heart, and this is God's words. That's true. So if you're feeling judged, you probably are being judged and, by God Almighty. And you're convicted. Like let it, let it convict you. Yeah, exactly. Like because it's done out of love. It's out of. We love. don't always do things out of love. I God sp- does. I spank my kid, boy. They feel judged, but then they feel taught and convicted <laughs> whenever I also talk to them. Yeah, that's it. Give them the answer. So James chapter four says this: God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So I'd rather be the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Yeah. Discipline is such a great thing. Moses. Discipline of the Lord. Here it is. We do it so imperfectly. Yeah. Not so imperfectly. I mean, we get better as we go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as parents, well, how many times do we do, do discipline? We wonder, could we have done that better? Could yeah. Have been, you know, handled Always. Always. The Lord does it perfectly. He never has to question himself. His discipline is completely so that it will lead to exalting Discipline accepted by the Lord once we begin to to turn around like mm-hmm. the prodigal child mm-hmm. <clears throat> is going to exalt. You think about the prodigal child. You think about when he came back, right? Which I'm not saying we've gone so far as to turn away from God. But it could be that. It could be somebody listening to it that has gone that far. We talk about backsliding. I think of when I backslid and I went from a time of loving God to a time of of just, I'm not going to get into all that right now, but I mean, you remember, it was awful. Mm-hmm. It was awful. And I had to return from the slot. But, we, but there's different levels of slot, I mean, that we can get to. Mm-hmm. Because God loves us, he wants us to humble ourselves. So we've got to recognize, right? And and then when we recognize, we've got to, got to get ourselves humble. Mm-hmm. I love it. Humility always makes me think of the most humble human on the planet, Jesus Christ. I think of him in that image on the Passion of the Christ, like the greatest movie ever made. He is standing there shredded from whips. And Wait, it's not Top Gun? I thought everybody was saying Top Gun is the... That's... Uh, I just want to break the stride. You did to me a little bit ago. I, thought I saw you back. smirking. I knew you had yeah. some dumb right. thought on your head. Proceeds, sir. In your big bald head anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Top Gun was awesome. No doubt. But the passion was more awesome. I was just asking you a question. I'm just sad that you had to ask that or state that. I repent. Don't repent to me. I'm just asking a question. Sheesh, moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Okay. 
So Jesus is standing there, right? He's ripped to shreds. I'm like, God, the amount of pain he must have been in, in exhaustion. And they're, they're saying all these things at him. They're prodding him, poking him, mm-hmm. spitting on him, kicking, punching, mm-hmm. just air shoving him. I mean, they're doing all these things. He does nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, one, he's, he's beside the point, but he still has the wherewithal whenever that guy goes, don't you know I can set you free? You know, Pontius Pilate said, yeah. I can set you free. He's like, you only have the power that God gives you that my Father in Heaven mm-hmm. says you do. Mm-hmm. And he says it just, you know, the way he says it. But then also, on the cross now, he's on the cross. Fast forward, he's carried the cross all the way after being yelled at and kicked and all the things. He's on the cross, and what does he, is it, what does he say? He's looking down, from, stand, up on there with a nail through his feet, spike, spikes through his hands, mm-hmm. thorn, crown of thorns on his head. And what, is he, what was the thing he said? Mm-hmm. What's the most memorable thing you remember him saying up on the cross? Forgive them. Ma'am. Father, yeah. forgive them, for they know not what they and do. And that's a good point against the Moses argument. No, let's not go. No, no, no just real quick. Agreeing with you on that, that's what I was trying to say. That is a strong humility. The other one was was a lack of self-confidence. Well, one's God and one's man. Moses but I man. think it's a perfect example of humility versus low mm-hmm. self-confidence. Well. Which can be out of shame and all that. Well, anyway. But it's easy. Oh, my gosh. It is. Focus. I am focused. That's why I'm listening you're to what you're saying. You're still trying to argue you're, a 20-minute ago argument. Me. It's I'm good gonna, stuff. I'm going to keep talking. You. I'm going to kick you. So, so I'll slap you. I'll slap, I'll slap you. you. So he's up there, and that's what... And you're right. You're absolutely right. It is true humility. It's just strength but and humility. This, yeah. this, this idea of, well, I'm not... Well, at least I'm not as bad as so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, at least I do better than... Mm-hmm. She does. You're saying humility is going to be a part of the solution on this thing. Yeah. Humility, not shame. Not shame. Which, if you're not careful, you can get the two mixed up. Walking around in shame can seem like humility. Mm -hmm. Preach it. But there's a difference between the two. Don't confuse it. In no way are they the same. Just because you walk in, in quiet, you can speak with authority in all humility. You can act in mm-hmm. confidence, in fact, will act in confidence in all humility. Right? When you start to allow yourself to be humbled and you start to empty yourself of yourself and fill yourself up with the Lord, then you walk because now you're not speaking on behalf of yourself. Now you're not. I mean, Gabe, like I think about whenever we come to do this podcast, I'm scared to death that I'm going to sit here and try to speak out of my own wisdom. And Look, I've made that mistake enough times that I see how that turns out. You got to be real I've careful. talked about how mom shamed my butt. Mm. She didn't mean to, but you no, know, she she, wanted, so she was she, dead on she didn't right. Shame you, she, she was didn't shame me, but, she I, but I, I shamed myself. You felt the shame, Ooh. but she didn't shame you. Yeah. She corrected you, yeah. and and you felt that. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, gosh, I feel so ashamed of my dumb way. Yeah, and we, you know, that's why our brothers. But and look, sisters now I've been humbled help. from it, and now I'm not. I don't live in shame from that anymore. I laugh about it because I I walk in confidence of it, and I can use it as an as a 
as a instead of losing my witness, now I can use it to witness to other people. I can use my mistakes too because I act out of confidence of the Lord because I have been humbled. Mm-hmm. I think on this same this same idea, it's a good point to it's a good moment to point out what you you were telling me when we were working on this. What Todd Friel said with Richard Radio. Yeah, and it's not right? exact quote. I've been thinking about close enough. I ended up debating. Go ahead and tell it. Okay. And then we'll see. Yeah, go ahead. But it was close enough just to make our point here. Yes. <laughs> God will never be more proud or more disappointed in you than he is right now. Which that sounds crazy and hard. But also neat. Is that close to what you were you said? It is. I, it is. But then mom and I ended up getting in a debate on that. And I'm not. And I'm like, is he oh, disappointed in me? That's a weird thing to say. But God disappointed. But he is going to. Like he, he got angry at Moses. Not I disappointed though. I don't know. He was probably disappointed. Mm, I never said he was disappointed. He will never love you more or love you less. See the more, more, See, more that makes talk about, but we're going to rabbit trail on this. This could be a whole another well, podcast. The episode. next part of that was, and I don't want to rabbit trail, but it right. does say right after that it says, comparison just leads to shame or pride, and yeah. there it is. Shame, the shame that happens to you whenever you do that. Is a tool for Satan to stop you from going down the path mm-hmm. that God had set before your feet, the path He put you on, and He it says He will guide your steps. This shame idea, I love it. Shame is a mm-hmm. great tool for Satan to say, "All right, let's throw a little bit, a mm-hmm. little dab of shame on them. Watch and see what happens, and watch how That's it's how they stumble." Shame will shut you up mm-hmm. whenever you should speak. Mm-hmm. And pride will make you speak when you should shut the heck up. Are you trying to sound wise? Because that did. Uh, look, nope. I just a broken clock is right that? once or twice a day. Yeah, <laughs> did yeah, you yeah, get yeah, that? yeah. I did. That's perfect. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Is, is what Dad would say. So that's one of my ones. A blind squirrel, even a blind that's squirrel, it. finds an there acorn. There you go. Yeah. But right, it is true. I it love that. I really yeah. love that. Shame will shut you up when you. Whereas should speak. humility is the perfect balance. Yeah, carries you right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Helps you to know when to be silent and know yeah. when to speak. Here's something else, Gabe. Philippians two, verses three and four says, "Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others as more significant than yourselves." And then I read a little bit past that. It says also, "Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others." Yeah. Another great way to to get away from comparing yourselves to others, from looking to this and that, is to take the focus off of you, off of where you're at, mm-hmm. and to look at others as better than, more important than you. Look outward, and to serve. Yeah. Not not in the same way. This is a difference again. I think this is where you can you can mix things up if you're not careful and just be, oh, well, everybody's better than me, this and that. Get out there and serve. I tell you what, get th- get out there and serve. Uh-huh. And I mean, you're going to build relationship. People are going to end up talking to you about personal issues, this and that. When you're serving people, like you talk about people oh, always, oh, God, I said like again. It's starting to hurt my head every time I realize I'm saying it. I'm going to pray for you. Pray for me, please. Okay. Service is one of the number, if not the number one way to crack 
through these types of oppression. If you're if you're counting everybody as better than yourself, then you don't ever have to worry. You know, you don't have to worry about looking at somebody under you because you're already you're counting everybody over. Yeah, you're better and count them as better. I was about treat to. them as better. Yeah. Treat them as better. Not the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. So it's not that they are better. It's not that you belittle yourself and just, but or for Jenny that you blah blah blah, right? Boom. You count them as better. You treat them as better than yourself. It's gonna help to put your heart in that right place. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, it says, "Don't look to your own interests, but also to the interests of others." Yeah. How are you, Gabe? Can I help you with anything? I feel good. You know? Yeah. Like, what do you got? Or if somebody calls you and needs help with something, are we spending time, you I know, did. being there? Yeah. Are we willing to drop things? Or is it just when, we're, when it's convenient? Are we so busy getting back to the busy I had, thing? I had a friend reach out to me and just say, hey, how are you doing? It was profound to me. It it touched my heart. Rarely does someone come up to me and say, Hey, Gabe, how are you? It's rare. Mm-hmm. Very rare. And when he did that, boy, it did. I'm sure that it did something in his mm-hmm. heart, but it sure did something in mine. And I was it's a going, selfless act. It was. Uh, and I had something to tell him. I had some things to tell him. I was like, you, you know what? I'm, life's been a little rough on a couple of fronts. Don't but, ask how you're doing if you're not willing to listen. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm the guy that'll go, I'm not doing very good. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> I don't care if you're the person at the store or if you're up at church with me or, you know, and you ask me how you're doing, I'm going to tell you. That's pretty good. Or so great, honestly. But I I'll love live. it. I'll live. I love it. But, no, that is exactly right, brother. I mean, it is. I love that checking in on people, you know, finding ways. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's take the time to find ways. Even setting up when you're setting up for the day mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. getting ready, drinking your first cup of coffee, whatever the case may be, thinking of ways, how can I be of service? To the people around me today. So just for clarification, because I know we're almost out of time. Mm-hmm. The solution that you you and I are talking about yep. here, why don't you hit it one more time? The solution to... So we're talking about comparison humbling ourselves first, bowing our knee in service to God, mm-hmm. which then puts our focus on Christ first. Mm-hmm. And then acts of service and counting others is more important than us. Mm-hmm. Like that will help to get the needle pointed in the right direction rather than comparing myself to somebody else, rather than comparing ourselves yep. to someone else. That is right, yeah. Convicting, brother. I love but it, man. It's good. I mean, I just love getting to talk this stuff out. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. We sit here and prep up on this and, and put a little bit of prep on it, yeah. But talking it out, talking out this walk, yeah, it's so encouraging and convicting. And I'm, boy, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? Yep. I feel like we're, we're, we're getting preached to as we're sitting here doing this thing. So 
you're definitely better than me, more important than me. Like, oh my gosh, you need to listen to this (laughs) podcast again after we're done. I'm just counting you as more important than myself. You're super awesome, man. Oh, God, you're super awesome. What are you talking about? No, you are. Oh, gosh. Well, let's pray, brother. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to be in your service, God. And we pray that you help us to remember to keep our knees bowed before you, Father, to, to keep our compass pointed at you, Father, to, rem- to remember not to compare light bulb to light bulb, Father, but to hold that thing up to the sun, to your son, yes. who we should compare ourselves to and who we will always be more dim than. Father, help us to do well in service and acts toward others, Father, so that we can do well in serving you. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen.